Blog Talk Radio. Hey, you guys. Welcome to Steel Wars. I am comedian Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. And this is the Steel Wars live call-in show. And for the next hour and a half, we'll be uh, taking your calls on anything you want to chat about Star Wars. If you are listening live, you'll get the full show. If you're on iTunes, you'll get the first 45 minutes or so, because we save the second half for our much-beloved Patreon supporters. And the Patreon feed this week has been off the hook. We put up two call-in show bonus shows, a Gonk and Steel's trash compactor and a Q&A. I think I worked out that feed got eight hours of content in seven days, which is not bad. And you can access all that for just $3, which is a coffee somewhere if you're buying it cheap or a Coke if you're buying it somewhere kind of expensive. Or several bananas. Maybe two newspapers. Maybe a packet of chewing gum with some change. Do I need any more examples of how currency works? I ask this to our co-host for the day, all the way from Colin Show, episode one, from the Star Wars underworld. I'm going to go with my favorite Canadian. It's Dominic Jones. Hey, Steele. Hey, everybody. It's nice to be back. It's nice to be your favorite Canadian. And I, I think I need like one more example of how currency works. I, I'm still a little bit confused. All right. It is the probably what you'd get for a secondhand CD these days. So sell one uh, CD a week or a month. A month. All you have to do is take one CD. I don't even know if you get $3 for a CD anymore. Damn it. I don't know. Sorry. When you're... When, when you're in LA in a couple of weeks, you should go down to Hollywood Boulevard and ask the guys how much they get for CDs these days. Oh, what you mean the the rap CDs that they sell? Over yeah, the yeah, those. Yeah. Oh, those, those, those guys get good dollar. Those guys get good dollar. I, it's the first time I went. No, the second time I went to New York. The first time I went with Jacqueline. I think it was the mm. first time she went. We um we went up to Times Square, and the first guy hit us up to get you know to sell us his hip hop thing. And he said he was going to be the next 50 cents, if that gives you oh, an of error of, of when this was. And I was like, oh, next 50 cents. His name was Da Fear, D-A Fear, right? All right. And he had this hot mix. This is the hottest mix in New York. And I'm like, man, I want to get in on this. Do you know what I mean? I want to feel, yeah. you know, like less pale. That would be awesome. I want, you know, <laughs> I want some validation of these uh, cool sneakers I'm wearing. And so we bought it and we thought we, were, we had this experience. And then we went around the corner to where the main bit of Times Square is, and there's like 50 DeFears all selling their mixtapes. So <laughs> we, I think we got grifted, Dom. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think that's what happened. Well, actually, the last time I was in L.A., I was there for the Rogue One uh, premiere, and we were hanging out outside the uh, Chinese theater, and... We were just—I was with Chris and Ben from Star Wars Underworld, and our friend Zach was there as well. And we were all, of course, decked out in Star Wars stuff. We were—we were going to find somewhere to eat uh, before the movie. And one of those guys comes up to us. He's like, "Yo, 
you guys here for Star Wars? And we're like, yeah. And he goes, my N-words. And we're like, well, that's not even remotely true, but okay. And he then proceeds to try and try and sell us uh, on the prospect that he is actually going to be going on tour in Australia. So I'm assuming that you must know this guy. Uh, and if he's, if he's big in Australia and then, um, he, he, when he tried to get us to give him money, um, we wouldn't. And he goes, man, give me my shit back. And just like steals the, the grabs the CDs out of our hands. And we're like, okay, I'm not really disappointed. Oh, so, by that. so you actually took the CDs. Yeah. Yeah. We had the CDs in our hand. He actually signed one for me. And then oh, when man, he wanted man, money, yeah, when he wanted money, I said no, at which point he took it back, and I guess he had a ruined uh, CD sleeve. <laughs> He'd sign one to himself. But you I can't – um, you never take. Never take no, anything no. out of anyone's hand on. No, no, no. Would, would never. No, I, 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 I've, I'd seen those guys before. I knew what the, the game was. But because this guy was uh, playing up the Star Wars card, uh, I, I kind of wanted to see where it went. I wanted us to see uh, – how well this how well this guy could uh, could sell to Star Wars fans, and uh, not very well, not very well. Okay, all right. Well, let's um, talk a bit of Star Wars. This was an interesting uh, article I saw written by Dominic Jones on the Star Wars Underworld, and Kylo among the top one thousand baby <laughs> names for boys in twenty sixteen. How many? How many? titles do you need to make the top 1,000? Do you know what I mean? Like, is it 10? Yeah. Is it is it 20,000? How many babies do you need to, to crack this top 1,000, Dom? I don't know. I tried to find out. I, I But the the agency that does those numbers, they don't actually put out how many kids are have that name. There's probably some uh, legal reason not to. But it was number 901 in the most popular uh baby names for boys in 2016 and it's sort of like oh okay then all right i guess um i don't know parents uh i think his spouse is hoping that the child will grow up and kill their partner because they don't have the guts to do it i don't know it's a weird one it's a weird one (laughs) wow that is dark that is dark it was um the, the first person i ever knew of that was called anakin was the son of this professional skateboarder in the 90s and early 2000s, Chris Sen. And he, oh, yeah? named, he was like a big Star Wars fan. He had a few Star Wars graphics. And he named his kid Anakin. And I've always wanted to know what it was like for him because when he was called Anakin, it was when knowing the name Anakin Skywalker was like an elite bit of Star Wars knowledge. Like uh, I know now that might seem really weird, but mm-hmm. like Anakin Skywalker, that was like knowing that Boba Fett was a Mandalorian or that outfit was meant like it was that sort of, you have to be pretty into star Wars to remember Anakin Skywalker's name before he became a, uh, a major character. So I always wonder what it was like for him that once his name went mainstream uh-huh. because um, like having a, uh, a weird name myself and everyone still is my actual name. People ask me if it's a stage <laughs> name or not. And that's just like, what is, why would I ask anyone to call me that? I, I, I have no idea where, it, like, like I, I can't fathom the, um, the mindset where I go, hey, just call me Steel. 
because well, I it is, it is kind of it does sort of evoke that Simpsons episode where Homer wants everybody to call him Max Power. So I can kind of see, you know, steel, max power. It has that sort of same vibe to it. But yeah, it's it's um, it's not short for anything, is it? It's not like short for like Stelius or anything. I used to lie to people that it was short for Steliosius. <laughs> Steliosius. That was a good right. high school trick. I like the nice. Simpsons episode where Homer wanted everyone to call him Max Powers. Yes, that's a good one too. And then, then they all mistook, mistook him for an Uber driver. It was weird because <laughs> it was like ten years before Uber was a thing. So it was very strange. Um, <laughs> what other? So we had in the top one thousand names. We had um, Leia was uh, three hundred twenty-one for girls. Luke was mm-hmm. twenty-nine for boys. But you can't really, you know, like Hamill yeah. can't claim that. Mm-hmm. A- Anakin, Anakin's in at seven seven eight. Finn. With a double N, that's interesting, 179. I mean, 175. Was that a, a name beforehand? Is, is, that a, is that a name that's going around? Or is John Boyega claiming that one? I kind of think it was a name before because there's that actor who was in that Marvel show and he pissed everybody off with his opinions on Twitter. His name was Finn. And I think it was oh, okay. called like that. So, you know. All right. And this is interesting. Bodhi. Mm-hmm. 375. Yeah. As I'd you, never... Um, as as I, I appreciate you did point out, names like Sheev, Snoke, and Armitage, uh, they didn't make it in the top 1,000. Yeah, disappointing, disappointing. Though the one that I left off the list that I found was uh, Ray was in there, R-E-Y, but it was for boys. And I was sort of like, ah. I didn't... It kind of worked, but it didn't quite. It didn't quite land. Uh, I was. I was hoping. I thought, you know, if Kylo is going to make the top thousand, you know, the villain, then maybe the hero would make the top thousand. But apparently not. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, another article on the Star Wars Underworld that you wrote up was you and McGregor talking Star Wars on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and I love. Like I, I actually rate Jimmy Kimmel. I reckon he's a good dude and okay. uh, a good host. I, I love that he asks Ewan what he did on um, if he did anything to celebrate May the Fourth, and uh, <laughs> McGregor said, "I didn't check my Twitter or Facebook account." <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. But the um, you know we didn't really get any uh, you know firm news. Uh, either way, on, on the Obi-Wan thing, he just says how he gets asked about it all the time. But um, I think the most troubling and interesting thing is that he doesn't know where his lightsaber is. Yeah. How, how do you lose your lightsaber? Well, I mean, he of all people should know that you know, this weapon is your life and should be protected and guarded at all times. Or at least that this prop was a big part of your life and it's worth a lot, so... Hang on to it. <laughs> yeah, I did like the story about Rick McCallum getting everything DNA um, locked or something. I didn't quite understand what it was that Rick did to all the props. It's best uh, that you don't. Yeah, I think that's probably it. <laughs> you never Rick, know what Rick McCallum is doing. Rick McCallum, what an enigma. I miss him. Get him back. Yeah. yeah. 
His, he, if we, uh, why wasn't he at the 40th anniversary uh, panel at Celebration? That would have been a, a, quite the reunion. Rick and George. <laughs> uh, he's off in Europe making films. Mm. Um, all right. Well, we'll go to a, uh, a few calls in just a moment. If uh, you are listening live, you can call in on 646-668-8360. Uh, if you're international, and by that I mean out of America, you can Skype in. Just add a little plus one at the front. You just got to set it to you're calling America, and it is quite simple. In um, Steel Wars, other uploads we have got the uh the new live episode up on the feed episode 132 uh with nick mason internet celebrity from the weekly planet uh xavier michelides returns as george lucas and jonathan schuster it's a live episode at the international comedy festival in melbourne and it's real funny guys so if you haven't heard that check it out xavier as george is again Face melting. If you wanted to find out about George Lucas's new hobby of <laughs> hunting humans with Francis Ford Coppola, then this is the episode for you, you guys. And I was, uh, also, I was really surprised to learn the origins of the word Jedi. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a lot of surprises in there. There's a lot of yeah. surprises. Um, and if you're on YouTube, I just uploaded our or my in-room reaction to the Last Jedi teaser. So people normally enjoy listening to my, um, at times, somewhat homoerotic groans and uh, gasps during a new teaser. And uh, I have to say, it brought back some warm memories. Hearing like, because along with me, there's a whole crowd going crazy for stuff. So. If you like cheering and goosebumps, uh, check that out at youtube.com forward slash Steel Wars. Now, uh, we do have the Patreon uh, Fast Pass members to skip the line. That's a little bonus for Patreon. But just to be fair, I will go, I will start off with the person that's been on hold the longest, who I haven't even checked. They may be a patron. I don't know. But it is 585. Oh, Who are you and where are you calling from? Hi, Phil. This is Colleen. I'm calling from New York. Hey, Colleen. Well, I didn't even have to check the patron list because you are in early. What, what's going on? You told me on the internet this week that you can't normally call in. And last week you were sick. Uh, are you sick again? I'm not sick again. I'm with my friends. They're all... Not in the capacity to be speaking. I totally I'm normally with my friends at this time, which is I the issue. I, I'm so sorry if you can hear them. They're in the background. I, I, uh, Colleen, don't worry. I, I'm sorry I can hear them as well. Okay. I'm with my friend right now who thinks Star Wars is dumb. But what I really want to ask you guys is, if you could be best friends with anyone from the prequel, the sequel, and the original trilogy movies, who would you be best friends with? Oh, my God. What a great question. What a great question. Do you, you've had the most time to think about it, Colleen. Do you have someone in mind? I do. I would want to be best friends with Lando Calrissian because I just feel like he has a style point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good answer. Good answer. 
if you became but, best friends with Lando, do you think do you think Robot would get jealous? Do you think that would be like a, like a love triangle or a friend triangle? I think I could just reprogram his brain. <laughs> oh man! Wow, spoken like a true woman. Can can you reprogram your friend's brain who said Star Wars is dumb? Yeah. No, uh, she's never seen any of the Star Wars, and she none. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just the reason I wanted to call in number one was because I love both the Star Wars Underworld and Steel Wars, and now I have my good friend here ruining it. Oh. Oh, well, you, you can show it. She hasn't deserved Star Wars. Don't worry about her. And Star Wars <laughs> isn't dumb, Colleen. Star Wars isn't dumb. Star Wars is back. So, <laughs> <laughs> so who would you guys choose as your best friend? Oh, man. Like, it it almost feels... I, I'm really tempted just to go with the easy answer and just say Chewbacca. Like that's the it's it's the that's like the cop out answer at least for the original trilogy, but it's it's also kind of true. Like you, you you would want Chewie as your best friend, and then I don't know what this says about me, but then my answers for the the other two trilogies are both droids. So I want R two D two in the prequels and BB eight. Um, Colleen, you're drifting off, so I'm just going to put you on hold and we'll continue to answer That's the fine. question. But thanks for calling in. Have fun in New York. Thank you, Steel. <laughs> you too. Not in New York. <laughs> not, not in New York. <laughs> live from not in New York. It's the yeah. Steel Wars live call-in show. Um, <laughs> I hope to be back in New York in, um, I think, October. You going to New York, Dom? Yeah, for Comic-Con. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, God, you say it like it's... God, what, what's a Comic-Con without Dominic? Well, I kind of agree with that. All right, so um, I would like it. If you're going to call in, try to uh, think of an answer for, for that question. That, that is a good going thread. I'm going to go... I will go... Definitely original trilogy. I've got to go with Wicket. I've got to go mm. with Wicket. Like, you know, when I was a little kid, I had the little Ewok teddy bear, like the little sort of, I guess he was, you know, about a 14 inch Ewok wicket that I I treated like a best friend. And I just, I just desperately, I I just thought that'd be so cool to have a little Ewok to play with. And um, then in my later years, I, I transferred that into buying a cat that looked like an Ewok and he became my best friend. So, um... I've got to think about the other. I think in the new trilogy, I'm, I'm going I'm to have to go with Ray. I, I'm, yeah. I'm going to have to go with Ray. I, I definitely, upon meeting Daisy Ridley, I, I definitely wanted to be best friends. I was like, <laughs> don't, make, don't make this end, Daisy. Stay with me. <laughs> Keep the interview going. Keep the interview going, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it, it's a different question if it's uh, the actors you want to be best friends with because that's definitely... <sighs> Definitely, Daisy Ridley seems like she would be uh, quite the best friend, the bestie to have. Yeah, but I'm transferring that to Ray. I, I think That's Ray would be an enough. equally good friend. Fair enough. I feel like, yeah, Ray, though, when we meet her, she's like, she doesn't want any friends, though. So you'd have to really win her over. You don't always get what you want. You get what True. you need. <laughs> Ray right, needs me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and prequels? prequels that's a tough one which droid was your prequel droid r2 
Ah, two. Okay. Yeah. Also, also, I think a good answer would be Dexter Jetster. Get free meals at his uh, at his diner, and he'll tell I you about the it. galaxy. I love it when you know that someone works at a restaurant and you get free meals. It's the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's so exactly. good. So that that could be something. Do you have free? Have you ever been to uh, Ben Hart No E's restaurant? Yes, I have. I was there. We went there for um, to see Force Awakens. Uh, we went to Mississippi to see the Force Awakens. Uh, and yeah, we went to the restaurant and his, his family was very kind to provide us with an absurd amount of food, no cost. And we, I think we gained, we all gained several pounds except Chris, who is, you know, inhuman in that way and never gains weight and just kind of continues to be nothing but skin and bone. Um, but the rest <laughs> of us, the rest of us, uh, uh, definitely gained a few pounds from, uh, a weekend of, of eating, uh, at the restaurant of Ben Hart, no E. It would have been apt if Ben had of um, somehow, you know, got some fake arms mm. to come out like Dexter Jetster style. <laughs> that would have been great. That would have been great. He could have uh, analyzed our darts and, uh, you know, made jokes about cloners and stuff. Yeah, it would have been fun. All right, I'm trying to think. Who? I'm trying to think of who could I be a friend with. I feel like I've got a few friends that are a bit Watto-ish, a few wheelers uh-huh. and dealers. Okay. Um, um, hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm fast-forwarding through the films. What is it, Star- <laughs> okay. There's not many good friends in the, in the prequels. No, they're, they're always kind of... Uh... They're always kind of uh, turning on you. Actually, probably somebody who would be a good friend in the prequels. Another one would be like, it would probably be a good idea to be good friends with Palpatine. Because then you might get a, a, a sweet position in his new empire. Listen to this. Dominic Grasso. Always a uh, Dominic Grasso. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I am offended, sir. <laughs> I actually knew someone. I actually knew someone when I was young. That his name was Dominic Grasso, so that's how it came out. And really? incidentally, he owned a pizza shop, and we'd never get free pizza, but he would make them nice, like extra nice for us. So, so there you go. But I do like how you're politicking up the uh, up the ranks there. Hey, you do what you got to do. All right, so keep that in mind, callers. Hey you guys, just a heads up that we are firing up the Steel Wars YouTube channel. If you have not been to youtube.com forward slash Steel Wars, you are missing out on the full interviews with the cast and crew of The Last Jedi from Star Wars Celebration. We're talking Kathleen Kennedy, Ryan Johnson, Kelly Marie Tran, John Boyega and the delightful Daisy Ridley. Plus, there are a grip of really fun, visually enhanced, classic Steel Wars moments that have been whipped up by Josh Chapman. So hit YouTube forward slash Steel Wars, click subscribe, and treat those eyes. Let's go to a Skype call. Uh, Who are you and where are you calling from? Hello? Hey, is this Jacob? Yep, that's me. Good to have you back, buddy. What's going on? Uh, nothing much. Just got a th- thought I might call in after a few times missed out. 
Nice. And you've worked out the Skype, so that's good. Yeah, I figured out the Skype. I just got to just had to add some extra credit. That's all. Nice. You got to so at least see when you pay for Skype, it does sound like you're in Star Wars because you put credits in, mm. and it, it's like I'm spending money, but it sounds like I'm spending Star Wars money. You go put dollars in. It's like I need something more real. Now, <laughs> Jacob. We're, the question that we're asking is, who would you be friends with in the Star Wars universe? Who you got, buddy? Who would you hang out with? Well, if I was going for prequel, I would go for Obi-Wan's friend in the diner, because he, he seems to know a lot about weapons and all that. So yeah, Dexter Jester. If you ever need weapons, he's your guy. Yeah. Well, this shows the difference between you and Dom, because Dom wants to be friends with him for free food. And you want to be friends with him for his knowledge about weapons and the universe. So you guys are coming from very different directions. I, I'm going to have to side with Dom. I, 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 like, all I can think about now is barbecue ribs. And I, I feel like before the end of the day, I will be eating them now. So thanks, everyone. What about in the original trilogy, Jacob? Who you got? Who would you hang out with in the original trilogy? Original trilogy, I mean... That's a that's a hard one. Probably um, Han Solo. I mean, if I could hang out with Han Chewie, that would be good. But if I had to pick out of the two, I'd probably go with Han because he seems pretty cool. For sure. And what about in um, in the uh, the sequels in uh, the Force Awakens? The sequels. I'd probably have to go with Rey because she's pretty independent and has had to take care of herself, and she seems like. She would be a good friend, both Daisy Ridley and Ray. Nice. I, I I was worried there when you said Ray because she she can look after yourself, which to me implied that you weren't going to be much of a friend to her. It's like she can look <laughs> after herself. She doesn't need me. <laughs> yeah, she's she's I'm not giving her any credit, so I need him for Skype. <laughs> yeah, she's that friend. No, she can teach you a few tricks, and if she's ever on her own, she can take care of herself. Yeah. No, nice. yeah, she never so, uh, called you for a ride. Never uh, asked to borrow money. Never, uh, yeah, good, good answer. Yeah. Now, um, what, what what's on your mind in Star Wars this week, Jacob? Well, like in you know the last Jedi trailer when uh, we see the books and uh, Luke saying the Jedi should end. That like the background all seems to be like roots or inside of bark of tree of a tree. Mm-hmm. And I have read, uh, well, I haven't read, but I've watched a few videos talking about books and comics and all that. And they say that it's sort of a forced tree. Like, Luke went to Coruscant into the Jedi Temple and found two forced trees and took one for himself. And plant- he probably maybe planted it on that island. It's just a really forced sensitive area. Mm. Yeah, the um, the trees, I believe, Dominic, first came up in um, what was that comic the that came out uh, in the Shattered Empire. The journey, Shattered Empire. That's it. And he yeah. first saved the trees, and he gave one to Poe. To what, and, Poe's um, family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it it does it's. I don't know. I, I really like the 
the ongoing threat of trees and, um, you know, there's this talk of like a... Yeah, because they seem uh, like more the most natural source of life sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. and also yeah. Um, if you look back to um, Empire Strikes Back, Luke Skywalker, was it a cave or a tree? I always thought it was a big tree walked into. Am I wrong? <laughs> I don't. I don't know because I've heard. I've heard people call it a, a cave. People call it a tree. I've thought it was there was some kind of tree aspect to it. But recently, I referred to it as the tree on Dagobah, and somebody was like, "Uh, it's actually a cave." I think it's like Adat or ATAT. It doesn't really matter, but some people get really bent out of shape over it. Yeah. Hmm. Sort of a well. It could have been a cave under a tree, and the tree could have just grown its roots around it. That sort of a it's sort of the same thing, cave and tree, something like yeah. that, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I think Jacob, so, yeah. I, I, J- Jacob, what's it like to be the sanest person in Star Wars fandom? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I only come up with these ideas. My dad said to me that I told him about that you guys say I'm really sane, but then he goes on to talk about all the videos and theories I watch that are completely out of the world. Well, I think that's I think that's why I think that's why you're so sane. You watch those videos, and so you know what crazy sounds like, and so you know to be the opposite of that. It's a it's a smart tactic. Yeah, and there's a lot of things that link up and make no sense at all. So uh, it's pr- sort of easy when you watch more stuff to link stuff up and throw stuff out. Hey, Jacob. Uh, out of all the videos that you've watched, what's been the craziest theory that you've seen on one of them? Oh, that I don't know. Maybe uh, uh, I did. I was going to a YouTube rabbit hole like a lot of the time, but I was watching this Star Wars thing, and I think something mentioned about an Ewok being Snoke and Force sensitive or something. <laughs> See, see, I think what it's you've done that, here, Jacob, I think what you've done is you've managed to like um, split steel down the middle because like half of him is going, yes, Ewoks, we need more Ewoks. And the other half is going, snow theory, kill it with fire. And so he's it's really <laughs> tormented right now. I am, I am conflicted. I am conflicted, Jacob. But the best theory, if I had to go with the yeah. best theory that I've seen, probably... Yeah. I think either it's a dark Jar Jar or a Mace Window is Snoke. Another Snoke one. Watch out. So, <laughs> All right. So what's the uh-oh. what's the dark Jar Jar one? Well, dark Jar Jar. It's pretty simple. Like it. He mo- he makes a lot of for- like hand movements, like persu- persuading people with the Force to do what he says, and like he. Always, he seems sort of clumsy all the time, but then he always makes it out alive and manages to do something amazing. And it it's, it's, sounds crazy, like, like oh, it might have just been a coincidence that he did that. But there's been actual evidence, because you know how animation, like, there's no mistakes in making it. Every movement is exactly how they want to make it. So if something teleports or a head moves and like something like that. It's got to be deliberate. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Could the, um, could maybe the movements be misinterpreted? 
Well, maybe, but the movements, they're generally... Uh, so, take a scene where Qui-Gon, Obi-Wan, and Jar Jar are jumping off a bridge to, like, sabotage, like, droids taking the Queen uh, to somewhere, and Jar Jar pretends to jump off, but then he's hanging, and then the droid, you can see, shooting at him, and then but he's he's lands on the other side of the bridge to where he jumped off, and you can even see the um, droid shooting at it, then turning his head to look at Jar Jar where he landed, so maybe he swung across and jumped over. I mean, it was a pretty long bridge, so maybe use some of the force. What's, what's this in? What's the bridge? It's a scene in episode one. It's not really a bridge bridge, but it's more of a path, passageway across from where they're walking. Like, they're escorting the Queen to the Trade Federation place, and then Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan go to save the Queen, and they destroy all the droids and everything. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Can't remember exactly about. where it is. Yeah. Okay. And what's the Mace Windu one? This, this one's a bit of a classic. Explain this one. <laughs> yeah, Mace Window seems the most obvious. I mean, when Palpatine struck him down, I mean, just because, like, he fell down doesn't mean he's dead. I mean, he did take a lot of force lightning to the face, which may have struck him down in shock, but we did see Luke get struck with the exact same lightning and get up straight away and was fine. So, I mean, it could be like that. And plus, Anakin... When he in episode two, when he jumped down off the speeder to chase Samuel, uh, he literally grabbed onto the exact speeder that she was riding perfectly and knew exactly what he's doing. So, if Anakin wasn't as trained as a Jedi, I doubt Mace Windu couldn't do that. But what about that? He just got electrocuted. Then he, he might be all after he gets tossed off. Cause that's quite a shot put he got there. He really, that is that is I think in the Star Wars universe the first Jedi home run. It's just straight out of the park. That is an amazing shot. Um, you know, I, I you know maybe that um, he was so disorientated he he couldn't do it. What what do you what do you feel about that, Jacob? Well, I mean, he was both in mental and physical shock. Um, both, I mean, he was pretty, pretty beaten down because he had his arm chopped off. He got shocked out of a window and he was falling at his, falling to his death. But tough day at the office, Jedi really. reflex, yeah, Jedi reflexes are pretty, like, intel intact. If he was as strong as he was, uh, like, seen to be, he could have survived that. And mm-hmm. if he did, by any chance, like, he could have had some major injuries, like his face could have been punched in or something, and then he's got his big scar on his head, and then he just ages and all that. And that kind of links up. He's seen the fall of the Republic, the rise and fall of the Empire, and he's starting the new First Order. And since... It, you might be thinking, why is he turned to the dark side and not rebuild the Jedi? Well, probably because he saw that the Jedi were falling... Like, they, they were breaking down, and he must have not known that there was any Jedi left. Like, they turned on, they turned against one another, and they were all wiped out. So he might have had a change of mind and saw the, like, a bit of a different perspective on things. 
Okay, say that happened, would you be disappointed in Mace Windu? Because I thought he was a pretty cool character in the prequels. Would 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 have he have let you down? Well, he would have like he was pretty strong. I would have loved to see like some more really cool action packed fighting and stuff. He, and if he's gone, if he has turned into Snoke, I mean, he was a pretty cool Jedi. And considering like I've read, watched videos about it, he supposedly. He could use a lot of dark side powers, but channel them to stay in the light. And if he was fully dark, I guess he could use a lot of Jedi powers, but not be concerned about like using dark side powers against. Like he would just let it out. He would let it all out, and and I guess he would be really strong because he was probably against Master Yoda and. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Qui-Gon Jinn. He was probably ranking about just under Master Yoda, something like that. Mm -hmm. So I guess not really disappointment. It would be really cool to see that happen. Oh, no, I just mean that, like, that you'd be disappointed that you hear, like, a hero turn to the dark side. Oh, no, I'm fine with that. I I love seeing (laughs) Twitch. That's just kind of a thing that happens in Star Wars. Heroes turn to the dark side. Another day at the office. Yeah. I don't know if you listened last week or not, Dom, but I'm getting a bit worried about Jacob. He, he, he's working on his force lightning at home. Uh, have you had any luck uh, building up that static electricity, mate? Oh, no. The other day, walking around, just I guess I accidentally took a wrong slip on the carpet and then I touched something and, again, not at the right moment, but at least, at least I can do it. <laughs> You'll get it, man. You'll be sending Jedi's out of the park anytime soon. You just need to uh, yeah, keep I'll working on it. Yeah, I'll have to do it. a and I'll have to do a Palpatine and buy Sith Sith books and holocrons off the black market. With all the credit <laughs> they have. There we go. So you mean eBay? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very cool. What else has been going on, Jacob? What other Star Wars things did you do this week? Apart from watching all those theory videos, not too much. I mean, I have been talking to my friends and stuff about Star Wars, but it's not that interesting, like, just randomly bringing it up to them because they're not too into Star Wars. That's you why you got us, buddy. Yeah. I've also been practicing sort of my fighting techniques because, you know, I've got these sticks, poles, all these cool sword things that I can use. It's really good, and I can just practice my techniques. I've even sort of made my own technique, if you want, like, sort of. Oh, explain. Well, it, it's the fighting style. I've take, I've read a lot of books and watched videos about all the fighting styles. I know a few of them. I know the seventh fighting style for Pod. I'm not sure exactly what's in it, but it's sort of when I watch something... I sort of mimic it like monkey see, monkey do, but not exactly. So I sort of take the basic obvious stuff, do the twirling and then uh, back like defensive modes, uh, starting positions, and then you push them, like you merge them all together and then you've got your own fighting style, like something. But it does, when you're fighting by yourself and fighting the air and fighting your imagination, it's, it's a lot different because, like, a few years ago, 
I was I thought I was like a master at fighting, and I asked my dad to help me see how good I was in combat. Boy, that was a mistake. And I fought him, and I lost straight away. Like my fighting styles, I guess they left too many openings or something. But you got to really put yourself in a real situation. Well, you'll get there, man. You'll get there. I have, I have a lot of faith. Someday. I am worried that you're going to turn to the dark side and, and take over the planet. But um, <laughs> I, 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 I'll be watching your career with great interest. Is that a quote from one of those films nah. that we watch all the time, Dom? I, 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 think, it, I think it is. Okay, good, good. Well, good. I won't turn against the world. I won't go all Donald Trump and try to destroy the world. But, I mean... <laughs> Oh, I'll do, I'll do Jacob, you're awesome, man. Like you're awesome. Oh, Jacob. Um, we uh, Thanks so much for calling in, man. We absolutely love it when you do. So make it a habit. And everyone in the chat room is uh, enjoying your calls as well. So uh, I look forward to talking to you again soon, my man. All right. See you later. Cheers, Jacob. See ya. Hey guys, the Steel Wars merch store has been updated with our brand new sticker packs where you can get two of the Your Snoke Theory Sucks classic, the Luke Skywalker tribute Have You Seen Him classic, plus the new school Endor Vibed Yub Nub and the very popular I'm With Snoke stickers. Eight stickers for $6 Australian, which is about $4.50 American. Plus, you get 10 premium show downloads automatically. Some of our most favorite classic episodes in there. Plus, you get to support the podcast while happily sticking your adhesives. It's all up at SteelWars.com. Ah, oh, Jacob, what a awesome caller. He is, uh, he's got a good Star Wars head on his shoulders, Dominic. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. He's got the, his, his, his heart, his mind, they're in the right place. And uh, I, I look forward to seeing his fighting skills in action someday, taking on the, the Sith Lords of the world. Nice. Well, uh, we've probably, depending on how long uh, our next caller is, we've got time for one more call, and then we will take the other calls, but they will be in bonus time. If you're listening live, you will be able to hear those calls. Um, if you're listening, listening on delay, uh, they will be in the Patreon bonus section. Uh, this number is just coming up as restricted, so uh, wow. if you've been on hold for about 25 minutes, that is you. Everyone that's on hold today. Hello. You. Hello. How are you? I am good. How are you still? It's Andrew Minnis from Melbourne. Oh, hey, Andrew. What's going on, man? Not too much. Have you managed to have a proper sleep yet since your epic sort of month doing weekly, I don't know how many shows at the comedy festival and then sneaking off for celebration in the middle of all of that? I When I got back from celebration i had to come straight back to australia and i i hurt like my body was aching i i just we'd really and and dom can vouch for this we oh, yeah. we pushed ourselves to the limit of of how much fun and lack of sleep you can have in one weekend dominic oh yeah yeah no it, it was um i i knew i know i hurt after that 
convention from doing all the the lines and the the parties and all that. I, but I didn't have several weeks of a comedy festival ahead of uh, ahead of that, so I, I can't, can only imagine what you were going through. Oh, the the weird thing is, um, Peter, who does all our, he takes all the photos of the, at the live shows in Melbourne, and I was looking for a photo, and I was going through the different files, and you can distinctly see pre-celebration steel and after-celebration steel, <laughs> and, and it looks like I've aged about eight years. It's just, <laughs> just the. This, just the face a bit puffier, the hair's all messy. I'm all, um, yeah. It is. It is. Uh, it definitely took uh, took its toll. It took its toll, Andrew. Um, but what's on your mind? Oh, t- tell us um, who would be your um, friend in Star Wars. Yeah, that's a tricky one. I dialed in a bit late, so I thought the question originally was who's your favourite character, and I was going to say Boba Fett, which is a bit predictable and boring, but. Once I realised in the last few minutes it was actually who you'd want to hang out with and spend time with, um, definitely not Boba Fett because that'd be boring. Uh, I don't know. That's a really tricky one. I'd probably try and hang out with Leia and be like the sort of shy male friend that like is real nice to her but never actually has the guts to like ask her out or something. That'd probably be my thing. Oh man, you're setting yourself up for years of heartbreak. Yeah, yeah, that's what I do. I figure that's what I do in real life, so I may as well transfer that into the Star Wars world. <laughs> you realize that this game is a fantasy, right? You can be anybody you want in this game. You don't have to. <laughs> I don't have to be so miserable. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun sort of like flirting from afar with the princess. And um, yeah, I'd, I'd quite enjoy that. So I'm sticking with that. I'm, I'm happy with that. Definitely not Boba Fett. He barely says a word. Um, I've got a few questions for you this week, Steelo and Domo. Uh, number one, what's happened to Rob the Lawyer? I'm a bit distressed. I, I need to hear from Rob the Lawyer. Oh, I've got exciting news about Rob the Lawyer, Ooh. who uh, is uh, Robbo. He will be co-hosting with me next week. Ooh. Oh, yes. That's fantastic. That's one of the best things I've ever heard. That's much like when you do things together with Pete and Alex from Star Wars Minute. I get very, my all my nerd dreams come true. This is this is a new level though. Robbo the lawyer co-hosting. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So um, I need I need a minute to process that. Yeah. Good luck getting a word <laughs> in next week. Yeah, I was going to say I feel sorry for all the callers next week. That's going to be going to be tough. I, I actually I, I've heard um, rumours that some. Uh, some other co-hosts are going to be calling in to seek revenge. Oh. <laughs> is, is, it, is it possible one of the girls from Rebel Girl might call in and troll him? I can see that. <laughs> yeah, Amanda is definitely, uh, she has got revenge of the Jedi on her mind. So, yeah, so <laughs> Robbo will be back on, uh, back on next week for sure. Um, what else you got, Andrew? Brilliant. Um, I'm also a bit dismayed that I have to go straight after Jacob because he's probably the best caller in the history of this show. So that's not very fair, but thanks anyway. Cheers, guys. Um, The the other thing I wanted to ask, I think this got lost on one of the old threads, was um, just about 
whether, and I'd be really interested to hear what Domo has to say about this, actually, because I think he comes at the fandom from a very different angle to myself. Um, but do you think that Rebels and Clone Wars may in the future be uh, erased from the official canon? Ah, oh, so this is, um, you, this is on the list of the Q&A questions, yeah? Did you put that in? Someone asked me that the other day. I did. I did, I did. Yes. I did. Yes. Okay, yeah. So we'll, um, we can do that one now. Um, but yeah, on the, um, we do Q&As every week and we got so many questions this week that we're doing a two-parter. So it was on the second half of the list, Andrew, but we've got ah, uh, Dominic gotcha. Jones here. So what, what do you think about that question, Dom? Oh, man, it's, it's a tough one because I could see all of the books and comics and that sort of thing. Uh, being um, thrown out. But Rebels and Clone Wars is a little bit tougher because there's, uh, because it's, it is, um, it's essentially movies. Like I, I, it's not at the same level, obviously, but it's, it's moving pictures. Uh, and so it's, it's a little bit tougher to see that happening. I just sort of, you know, when you think about the, the levels of, of what is, Star Wars, obviously the films are always going to be number one. They're always at the top. And then, you know, I, I consider the animated series to be number two, a, a distant second, but still a, a second. And, and I consider those to still be uh, well ahead of the books and, and the comics and the video games. So it's, it's a little bit harder to see that, especially since when they did the last, um, you know, reboot, so to speak, of, of the canon, they did leave Clone Wars as part of it. But I guess I'm sort of running through all of the, the possibilities in my mind because I'd honestly never really considered that. I'd considered the books and the and the comics uh, going, but I'd never really considered the shows going. I guess the, the counterpoint would be to look at the micro series and say, well, they, they did that and it still exists, and but it's not canon now and they've done their best to, to wipe it from the face of the earth in, in some ways. So it, it, it seems it, it's a tough one. And, you know, there there is a lot more sort of crossover now between the various levels of, of, of storytelling. Again, not a whole lot between the films and the shows. I mean, you can point at the ghost and stuff in, in Rogue One, but th- those could just easily be background ships. I, I, I'd like to think that they wouldn't, especially Clone Wars, because, um, because of how involved George Lucas was in that. But, I mean... You know, 40 years from now, if they're still trying to tell stories set in the original trilogy era with um, iconic characters, then maybe they'll sort of go, OK, we need to just clean again and just stick with what's uh, what the movies are and say the animated shows don't count. But I, I would hope they wouldn't. I, I you know, I, I have some some issues with Rebels and certain Clone Wars episodes, but I, overall, I, I like the shows and it would would be kind of disappointed um, not to the point where I would buy a billboard or anything, but I would be kind of disappointed if they were uh, wiped out of the continuity. I would say, I, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, you know, it is so, you know, as Don pointed out, it was, um, you know, George Lucas working directly on the, the Clone Wars. And, um, you know, you've got, you've got a soaker out of that. But if they did, 
say say in 20, 30 years, if they did, it would be an indication of a giant failure of them like working on the franchise. The, the fact that yeah. you have to go back to that time and rewrite that to get more stuff when there's this giant galaxy in and this thousand year timeline why do you have to go back between those two films like that to me yeah. and, and and i you know it's it's a little bit of a trap with with you know the the star wars um i don't know what what do they call what what do we call this dom the, the what's you know we had the expanded universe what's the modern um, expanded, you know, outside of the films. What, what is that called? I don't know. Nobody's ever come up with a, a good name for it. Like, it's, it's just Star Wars now. Like, it's the, it's, uh, you know, people just say the Star Wars publishing or the Star Wars canon is the word that keeps getting, that people keep using. But, uh, it, and canon does seem to be more a, a, a word that's used a lot more when it comes to Star Wars than it does other franchises. So, it, I don't know, Star Wars, just the Star Wars canon in general. But I don't know, I don't think there's anything wrong with calling it the expanded universe. Yeah, I think by calling it the expanded universe, you get it confused with, yeah. you know, what is now called Legends. So um, I, I do like to, um, you know, be clear, be clear. Uh-huh. That's why that um, that's why that AT-AT ADAT thing is so silly, because either way, you know <laughs> what you're talking about, like... No one thinks you're talking about a TIE fighter, buddy. Um, yeah, so I would find that just to be a failure, that you've had to go back and do that, which, you know, I, I think that's why there's a lot of cynicism about reboots in general, because it's like, oh, man, you're that out of ideas. You know, the Ghostbusters film had such a negative backlash for these insepitous reasons, but there was also just the basic nerd thing of like, Oh, you're just rebooting it and not taking the trouble to interweave it with the set Ghostbusters universe. Like, I, I think the, um, you know, the non, you know, it's women, like, like that sort of thing. Like, I, I think like the greater, the normal people would have taken to it a lot more positively if it continued, if like it was set in the same storyline universe as the original ones. Don't you think? Yeah, I think so. If if there had been some sort of cameo, because I know I I haven't seen the movie all the way through. I started to watch it on a plane, but but fell asleep just because I was tired. But like I know I know from honest trailers and things like that that they the the original cast had cameos in it, but as different characters. But if they could have gotten the surviving cast members, I think, uh, it, it, into it as their characters from before. That would have been, I think people would have been, that would have been a cool moment if I think people would have liked it. So, yeah, and, but the, there were all, there's always the, you know, the, the, the terrible people that hate it for the other reason. Oh my God. So I've been putting up these YouTube videos and I'm not really in the YouTube world. Like I, I, I've, I think I've gotten a bit more YouTube of late. There's a few shows that I enjoy watching, but I'd, I'd never read the comments of other people's YouTube videos, because why would I do that? But now mm-hmm. that I'm posting up these videos fairly regularly, I, I get comments on mine. And the, sh- like, you know, like it is, you talk about like, like privilege and all that sort of stuff. But as a white male Star Wars fan, I had just no idea about 
the unbright, like just the just the pure hatred for women being involved in Star Wars that people have on YouTube. And and you know, I'm not saying it's it's anywhere near everyone or anything or even close to that, but there are people that are just crazy. Like just like yeah. like Kathleen Kennedy and, and Ray, it's just like wow. Like it has opened my eyes to how just like corrupted people's opinions are by this yeah. you know, and sometimes they can't even admit it this this sex like it's like you would not be judging kathleen kennedy in this way if it was like another like a male studio head or you would not be judging the character of ray in this way if it was if it was a boy r-a-y you know it would yeah yeah it's kind of it's kind of insane what when you see it and i i see it less on YouTube because I don't really follow much YouTube stuff and I don't do much YouTube stuff, but I'll see it on Facebook because every, you know, every couple of every 18 months or so or less than that, somebody involved in star Wars or somebody who usually is at the tail end of their involvement with star Wars, like JJ Abrams or, or whoever will say, yeah, I think, uh, you know, sooner or later we'll, we'll, we'll have a, have a gay character in star Wars and the comments on Facebook just, blow up with stupidity and and insanity of of people just going crazy and again yeah some people some people it's just raw hatred and other people are like you know they they refuse to admit that it that there's that that's what they're doing and they're like no no it's this other thing and it's like no that doesn't really work with what you're saying uh and and so yeah i i did i I saw you tweeting about the comments on your on your youtube videos and so i i i I took a gander and yeah it's pretty uh it's pretty scary when you when you see it it's like really you think that way Uh, uh, that's not okay but also like thinking that way coupled with a need to express it on the internet yeah. Like that. Yeah. Like I often reply because I, 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 I do try to reply to them all just to mock them. Um, <laughs> because I, I did put up a, a poll like, do I delete these or do I make fun of them? And it was, it was pretty evenly split. Um, because I do sort of feel like it is important for people like me to understand that this is going on. Like, do you know what I mean? Cause like, like I know yeah. when I talk to, um, you know, my, my fellow fans that are, that are female, they, they say, Oh, you know, you can, like, hello. Yeah. I think we lost steel. <laughs> You're listening to steel wars without steel. Yeah. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's what's happening. I don't know. Can somebody, <laughs> Can somebody in the the chat let us know if if you can still hear us because we've seemed to have have lost uh lost steel. Okay, yeah, if people are saying they can hear us. So, I guess we'll kind of I think I'll pick up on on what Steel was saying before he disappeared because I I was sort of thinking along the same lines as as you know as you know people people like us, people who look like us. Um I I 
you know, you don't necessarily see this all the time. Whereas I've spoken with, uh, you know, Tracy and Amanda from Rebel Girl and, and, you know, Tracy especially will be very candid about some of the things that people have said to her and, and what people have said to uh, Amanda. And it's like, she, good grief. Like, come on, people. It, it, it's not okay. And at, at Celebration, Jenny Nichols does those, those YouTube videos. Um, came by the Star Wars Underworld booth and was chatting with her for a few minutes. And she's like, yeah, I got doxxed a few years ago. I'm like, you got doxxed? Like, you make satire videos. It's just silly little Star Wars videos. How, why would somebody think they need to, to you know, publish your, your personal information online because they don't like your opinion? I, that doesn't – there's something missing. I have had people tell me straight up they don't like my opinion, but nobody has ever – uh, you know, threatened me or or uh, started publishing, you know, personal information like your address or your phone number or anything. I've, this never happened to me. And I've, you know, I've gone after gone after Trump and Trump supporters on our Star Wars show. And I know the people who support uh, who have alternate um, uh, political views than mine listen and 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 they've never had that happen. And so to to, to hear from Tracy or, or Jenny or Amanda and hear their stories just because people don't agree with them on star Wars uh, is really scary. It, it's really like this is these, that's not the kind of people we want representing us as fans. Like uh, as, as fans, you know, there are, there's a sort of a perception of what star Wars fans are like. And, you know, being in the fandom, we all, we all know how, good star wars fans can be just look at the steel wars safe haven uh or look around star wars celebration or look at what the 501st is doing with charity and that sort of thing and then uh but then there are the people that you know just want to use star wars to 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 to, or there are people that that like star wars but miss the messages uh in it and and behave in a way that is not um you know as, as corny as this may sound is not a way that um luke skywalker would behave you know it's 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 bad and that does get picked up on that gets picked up on and and that can become the narrative about what star wars fans are like like when the the thing happened with john boyega and then the whole um you know the a boycott Star Wars thing happened when people there was a, a small group of people who were saying I'm not going to see a Star Wars movie because it has a, a black man as the lead and that got a lot of press to the point where you know J.J. Abrams is responding to it and, and you know I was sitting there going this is not these are not the people I want representing me I don't want people to hear oh you're a Star Wars fan well you must hate John Boyega like, huh? no I don't hate John Boyega I love John Boyega and uh, and I vehemently disagree with all of the people uh who would who would skip seeing a star wars movie for a stupid reason like that yeah man i think you summed it up pretty well uh at the end there that there's this small group of so-called star wars fans who seem to have missed the message of star wars so so blatantly and so badly and uh yeah the mind boggles at how people could be getting so sort of vitriolic and and mean and, and doing those sorts of things like publishing people's personal details and stuff like that. It's pretty disgusting though. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty terrible. Uh, by the way, for f- people wondering, Steel should be back in a second. Uh, although that was more than a second ago. So I don't, I don't know. Um, 
what this is or what's happening. This is, I've never, I've never used blog talk outside of, uh, outside of steel wars. So this is, uh, I don't, I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you can help me <laughs> so, so if somebody can help. <laughs> I think you got it. And oh, you got it under control. Dominic. Don't worry, man. Uh, this seems to be a, a semi-regular occurrence on the call in show where steel goes missing. And then the guest and whoever happens to be on the phone, lucky me today, just have to sort of run with it. It's the only option. We're, All right. We're, we're hosting now. All um, right. We've yeah. taken over. We've taken, we taken over. We've taken over. So I guess you can settle the debate once and for all. It's come up a couple of times on this call already. Is it ADAT or ATAT? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Yeah, now that Steel's gone, we can talk about the real issues. ADAT. Big questions in Star Wars. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> to be. I, I, just just to annoy Steel, we're going to talk about this. Um, I, I've always been, hey, can you hear me I, now? I've always, <laughs> what? Hey. He's back. He's back. Steel? I'm on my phone now. I can't. Um, I don't. I'm not sure. My I, I feels like a, everything's just my internet just turned off, and uh, I can't work out how to. I'm trying to call back in on the on the panel, but I I just called in on Skype on my mobile. What's going on? We're about to have a very serious discussion about AT-AT versus AT-AT. Um, oh. and, and we were, we had just, um, the af- that was after we had spent uh, several minutes discussing the, um, the dark side of Star Wars fandom and the, the YouTube trolls and the people that uh, send uh, death threats to uh, women Star Wars podcasters or YouTubers or who will post po- people's... Uh, uh, personal information online because they disagree with their opinion uh, about Star Wars and and how um, how we don't want those those are the people we don't want representing our us as fans. No, hey, um, we've gone. Uh, we've, we've, <laughs> I I can never do. I I stopped setting the time limit thing, so I had space. Like on the on the call time, like because you know we normally do the the, the free show for forty five minutes, and uh, so I stopped doing it so we had more flexibility. But now because I do that, I always the free show always goes for like twenty minutes longer than it should because I'm just a slave to content. So let's wrap up the uh, the 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 iTunes show and then we'll do the supporter uh, version. And uh, the bonus time, and everyone on hold, we will get to you. But Dominic, um, before we do that, tell the good people where they can listen to your top shelf, highly recommended. I have listened every week for years and years podcast. Uh, you can find the Star Wars Underworld podcast at uh, StarWarsUnderworld.com. We record uh, the new episodes uh, on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern on Mixler. So you just go to mix, uh, MixLR.com slash channel dash 1138. And that Thursday is 9 p.m. Eastern. We record the show live and then it's on iTunes and Google Play and, and wherever else you get your uh, uh, Star Wars podcasts uh, pretty much the next day. So about a couple hours after we finish the, the main recording. Uh, and uh, you can keep up with all the latest Star Wars news uh, by going to StarWarsUnderworld.com. Very cool. Thanks for coming on the show. And uh, we'll go to bonus time. We've got a bunch of calls. And we've got um, our uh, casino insider, Brittany, at San, in San Diego. She's uh, on hold, ready to 
Who know, you never know what you're going to get with Brittany, so it's going to be very exciting. But uh, thanks to everyone that's calling in, and uh, we'll be back same time next week. We're going to try to keep this time uh, going for a couple of weeks until life interferes, and we'll have uh, we'll have guest host Robbo. So it's going to be uh, very exciting. Thank you guys so much. Don't forget, if you want to hear the bonus section, you can join our Patreon for three dollars. Uh, I definitely make it worth your value. Eight hours this week, you guys. Eight hours. Thanks so much, and may that force be with you. All right, you guys, finish up what you had, whatever you had to get done. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was just going to say, I, I, um, Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that super fun live call-in show with Dominic Jones from the Star Wars Underworld. Now, you could be enjoying pretty much another full hour of calls if you were a Steel Wars Patreon content club member for just $3 a month. I put up tons and tons of bonus content. You get the bonus sections of the call-in show. You get the Making Steel Wars show. Gonk and Steel's Trash Compactor. Listener Q&As. Live comedy movie commentaries. And the full back catalogue of Steel Wars episodes. We only keep the full lengths of the last 25 up. And uh, then save the rest, all the archives, for you guys supporting us on the Patreon. On the bonus show this week, we have another casino report from San Diego, Brittany. Uh, We talk Disneyland, the rough life of an Ewok, possibilities of the next anthology film. Ben Hart, with no E, from the Star Wars Underworld, joins us for a bit of co-hosting. Uh, we get to <laughs> we hit Ben Hart up about Johnny Grasso's impression. Discuss who Johnny Grasso would play in Star Wars. Uh, the worst possible outcome for a Star Wars reboot. We talk military ranks in the Empire and the First Order. More, sadly, more about Ewoks blinking. And even here from that erotic fan fiction author herself, Emily Lind. So another hour. I worked it out in the last seven days. I'd put up eight hours on the Patreon feed, which is about, I think for a week, it works out to about 70 cents. So eight hours entertainment for 70 cents. That's pretty good. And it keeps the podcast going. You get all the bonus content and you listen knowing that you're helping to support the content you enjoy. So check that out at patreon.com forward slash steel wars. If you want to support the podcast in a non-financial way, give us a retweet, spread the good word, or just write a tweet that you're enjoying the podcast at steel wars, you guys, or get on that iTunes and write us a sweet five-star review. That really helps because it bumps up the rankings it vouches to other potential listeners that we're doing good stuff and uh, makes me feel warm inside, which is very important because a happy podcaster leads to happy content. That's what my grandma never said because she wasn't alive 
when podcasting existed. So there you go. But I'm sure that would have been one of her favourite sayings. It would have had to have been. How could it not? It's just so logical. The next call-in show will be on the same time as this week. So if you are in the US, it is Friday night. If you're in Australia, it's around the middle of the day, Saturday. If you're in the UK, you're getting up or staying up till about 1 or 2 a.m. But uh, all the exact times for your time zone will be on SteelWars.com. And our host, wow, if you've been listening to the Colin Show for a while, especially to the uh, the bonus uh, Patreon member sections, we've got Robbo. Robbo the Lawyer will be our co-host. He is a, a nitpicker of Star Wars canon. And uh, I almost kicked him off the show the first time he called in. We've grown to love him and appreciate him. And this week, he will co-host the Steel Wars live call-in show. It is a rags to... I don't even... We're not sending him any clothes, so it could be a rags to rags story. I don't know. I I guess he's a lawyer, so he's probably dressed. It's probably suits to suits. It's a suits to suits story of Robbo the Lawyer. But I can't wait. I uh, love talking to the co-hosts. I love not knowing what you guys are going to bring to the table. So don't be a stranger. Call in next uh, Friday night if you're in America or Saturday if you are in the good country of Australia. Don't forget you can get the merch at SteelWars.com. Hit the merch store for your Snoke Theory Sucks t-shirts and stickers. I'm with Snoke Yubnub. All the good stuff is shipping out. And hey, you guys, may that force be with you. <laughs>